Hello. And uh, welcome back. It's been a while. Um, I haven't done these in a long time. And um, I've also. So, so pretty much, I haven't. Like, I've been trying to record. I've recorded three different times. And I haven't. Um, been able to uh to like basically haven't been able to finish and then haven't been able to upload because it's just it is what it is um essentially i went on a bit of a detox from the podcast uh because i was feeling very stressed with just everything in general so I, t I took the time away um to kind of focus on myself but i found that i was just more stressed out because i was like re i'm still reading headlines and i'm still aware of what's going on it's more that i didn't have that outlet and it's wrong and i and i should continue to find ways to to have an outlet but essentially um 2020 has been a very very difficult and challenging year and um i, I i'm not gonna say that i've had it the hardest have not 100 percent um but I think that this is a good point to reflect on the challenges that we all face and um, kind of talk about the things that are going on in the world because I think it's really important to go into that and talk about that. And I also miss doing this. I love talking and it's so weird because whenever I come back and do this, I feel like I'm rusty and whatever not and it's fine. So... So let, let's let's start with the the thing that's just kind of the the main background noise for 2020, which was um the the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, and um, this virus started off as something I think not a lot of people took seriously, and then turned into something I think a lot of people took seriously. And then turned into something where people got bored and then it just became something kind of on the back of their mind. And so I, from the start of this, I wanted to be very different to other people and different to the norm. I wanted to take this very seriously. Um, part of my job is interacting with strangers and I still go into a physical office. So I, so I like to take it seriously because I feel like if I'm taking it seriously, I'm preaching that, that I'm doing my part in the broader scheme of things. Now I understand a lot more people are in more riskier situations. Um, but I think that's what we're lacking in general as like people, we are just not empathizing with the people that are in the hospitals, in the old folks' homes, in the retirement homes, and and all these, all these places where these, you know that that virus 
is spreading and is affecting people and again the the important thing is not i think a lot of people are giving a lot of sympathy which is important but empathy is much more effective and empathy is feeling with people not for them you know i don't feel like you know um i don't know what's a good example of this um your friend comes to you and tells you that they scraped their knee sympathy is saying wow that sucks you know i've scraped my knee before it hurts right hope hope you get better right that's and then empathy is feeling with them and trying to understand their situation and recognizing kind of the the differences in what it's 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 recognizing the differences in what a person is i don't know recognizing a difference that you have with the, with another person and then kind of building off of that and you're not there to give your opinion you're there to just listen and comfort and feel with them sympathy is is pretending empathy is a real thing and so i think that that's the main issue is that not a lot of people have a capacity for empathy and not a lot of people are feeling this empathy when it comes to like people that are actually being affected by this and i think for a while a lot a mass majority of the people did and then i think after a certain amount of time uh the people that weren't being affected got complacent and got very tired of it and it sucks because um the people when you get complacent and and leave these things it the people that are affected are the people that are already um struggling um and and i think that's been a hard thing to see because i've been on i don't i don't want to compare myself because I, I i honestly feel blessed that i have i have work i have the ability to sit here and talking to a microphone and that 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 is part of my problem set like I, that's amazing for me i'm like I recognize or I, tr I try to recognize that privilege and that um, I try to recognize that I have that ability um, and other people might not but essentially the reason why the coronavirus for me was hard to talk about is because it was the same thing week after week where everything i was hoping would happen was not happening it was um it was a case of um i i hope that this happens and i hope things are going well and i hope that you know we eventually get better and there's no second wave and that i can go back to school and i can go and have somewhat of a normal fourth year and i didn't get that and then i think you know um i'm not going to get that fourth year i'm not going to get a normal that happens quickly 
because people are being impatient and, and lacking compassion. And then I think about it myself and I'm like, I'm also impatient and I also want to get back out into the world. I am not going out and I'm still staying at home mostly and trying to be respectful of distance between people and like taking initiatives at work to stay safe. So I, I feel like I'm doing something, but I definitely admit I feel like I could be doing more. Could be wearing a mask all the time when I'm outside and, and I feel like I want to do that, but I also feel like I'll be judged for doing any of those actions. And I think that that is the biggest thing too, is that with the way that the, with the way that things are nowadays, you feel a lot of external societal pressures that you don't think about. And you don't think that they matter and you think that you're strong and you're able to resist everything and you're, you're, you know, on top of your shit and no one can move you in any way. And then someone moves you and it's very, very jarring. It's, it's a, it's, it's to feel so planted and so well put together and then to be blown over with the slightest gust. That is what I've felt like continually for the past couple weeks and in terms of in terms of things like personally in terms of health in terms of uh all of those things i've been able to feel better and it's not like i'm not losing weight it's not like i'm taking it not taking advantage of the time it's not that it's it's more it's bigger than that and i and i think that those circumstances um, created kind of the the scenario that surrounded the frustration in people in both ourselves and other people has um, created a good environment um, for the next next thing I'm going to talk about, which is um, the death of George Floyd and the subsequent protests, and then after that the riots the concurrent riots and and all of that and i think that the reason why that affected me so much um and i talked about this a lot and i was able to verbalize it but i wasn't able to sit down here and say it until now was i didn't feel well enough educated i felt ashamed i didn't feel I didn't feel qualified to come sit in here and talk about the situation before I got a better grasp on it myself. And I watched, um, I watched Hassan Minaj's piece on the topic and a lot of the things he said about were things that we grew up with. My, like my parents taught us a lot of good things, but there are some things that are just inherently built into how a lot of people grew up and it's not their faults well it is it is it's systemic but the point is is that that video that hassan minaj put out on the patriot patriot act episode was resonated so heavily with me that it kind of shook me to the core and reevaluated how i 
was to talk about serious things on this podcast and that I can't come from a place of um of no knowledge and I have to be well informed and I have to put in the effort to grasp a picture of what was happening. And and so you might you might ask based off of that that why didn't why wasn't I able to just grasp that picture and then you know do your research, get informed, come back and then be able to like still create content and still do the podcast and stuff. Now the reason why is because I got into this loop of looking at Reddit and looking at Twitter and seeing so much violence, so much, so many negative things, people getting shot, people getting abused by police officers, police officers getting hurt. It was a lot to take in and I genuinely genuinely felt scared um, to talk about it even then and I genuinely did not want to chat about it because every time I went on one of these like research based um like on these research like research oriented like dives into into reddit and twitter i came out on the other side a lot sadder a lot worse in a mood feeling like i needed to be by myself and feeling so horrible about my contributions to to everything i've you know that everything that is surrounding those issues and I think this this level of guilt is not something where I've directly gone and assaulted someone or not di- directly been involved in something, but it's something a bit more subtle and a bit more systematic and a bit more harder to detect. I think I was more involved in this situation uh, in a minor way, but it definitely in in an in a bad way, and not the way that I would have thought of myself as, and and so when I don't know, I feel like I'm just rambling, but this is this is what I needed to do, this is what I needed to do because the past while has been absolute shit in the entire world, and. Watching all those videos made me very sad and very made me shut down, and I felt guilty. I have not gone out of my way to do any of those heinous acts to anyone, to any color, any race. I don't, I don't think that I've ever been that way to anyone. Yet I still felt guilty because of the systematic, and because of the role that I played in not advocating enough, not realizing, not not be not taking things seriously enough. And I think that's a good place to keep yourself because I think it allows you to be constructive 
and I think you can build off of that but it definitely put me in a more destructive and not very productive mindset um I don't know this is just this is hard like I I I saw videos of um kids like 14 13 14 years old um being hit with rubber bullets and just because you know you think rubber bullet you think it's like a like a racer someone flicks at you know it's not it still has velocity can crack glass can hurt people and bruise and break bones and i saw just a kid who got a rubber bullet to the head and i I've been injured a lot as a kid. I was a really reckless kid, and I got injured playing and doing a lot of things. I've, you know, broken a lot of bones. But to be peacefully protesting, right, to be um, to be doing something right and to be assaulted in that way, it um it, it definitely broke me and 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 that's really the purpose of what I'm trying to get at is is I needed that time away from social media needed that time away from um like news and Reddit and um, Twitter to kind of reevaluate myself and see what role I was playing throughout my life in in these in these things and and i'd like to think that i did a fairly good job i'd like to think i'm a fairly good person with well-intentioned um and that i i want to succeed but i also want the people around me to succeed and i'd like to think that i've also faced my own challenges with race and i'd like to think those challenges are mild and that I have been very blessed to be in the positions that I am. To be respected by peers and to, to have the ability to sit in front of a computer and record my voice. And ultimately, I don't care if anyone, no, no one listens to this. This is more a practice for myself in reflection and the whole last four months or, or the whole last, it's, yeah, it's been about four months, four or five months have been very difficult on everyone. And I think everyone just needs to, I think everyone just needs to, for themselves, take that step back and check in with themselves. And I think that's super important. And I want people to continue to be able to protest peacefully. I I want um, people to continue to take the coronavirus seriously. I want the world to heal. And I want people to feel safe and comfortable. And... I say all of these things because I'm kind of defining my broader goals for what I want to focus on and what I want to see change-wise in myself. 
not saying that I'm not doing any of those things already because I'm already trying really hard on those things. And a lot of these goals should, shouldn't be goals. They should just be innate. But I think the fact that we've seen so many things in 2020 um, means that we might want to make these goals and we might want to strive towards something. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm so far down this, this path where I just felt very, very disconnected from, uh, from what's going on in the world and friends and not being able to spend the summer the way I want. But I also care about myself and other people and yeah i encourage everyone to reflect that's that's it i, I think the broader message is that there's a lot of rambling it's like 20 minutes of rambling but yeah and as of as of recording this i think um uh canada in general um is doing not bad i believe that canada has been fairly contained um yeah i think our our we're still we still have new cases um happening but we're significantly kind of contained from the i think at our peak we had like two thousand cases in a day um so so we we've kind of brought everything down to close to around 172 confirmed cases um mostly in Quebec and Ontario so which are like the population dense places so i feel like in general we're we're doing fairly good um however united states is is struggling and I think that's a combination of the leadership. It's a combination of um, it's a combination of uh, the the methodology for how they've been handling things. Um, I think there was something Trump said a couple um, uh, a while ago where he said that. The number of cases is only going up because of um, the increased testing. And to that, I say that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, part of what made Canada, and I'm not going to say successful because we haven't outright defeated it, but a lot of countries that were more successful um, was having testing available in a large capacity and being able to determine how much of your population needs help quarantining people um shutting down public services um or moving them to um safer alternatives the implementation of test centers the ability to get tested i got tested for for the virus and i got tested one day and I got my results back just over 24 hours after my test. And 
that to me was a testament to what should have happened down in the states and because of that the uh the states are now seeing an increasing amount of cases with how many cases were there 57,000 cases new cases on July 3rd with uh, 50,000 today or sorry 50,000 yesterday so all this tells me is that the states needs a lot of help and a lot of the the a lot of that is their leadership and I think that there's some fundamental flaws in that and that you can't contain a virus by downscaling testing. Testing is your your tool, your primary like point. Like it just it's it's completely illogical. It's completely illogical to say we have so many cases because we have tests. What? Yes, that's the point. The point is not to have the fewest number of cases. The point is to test people so that you can contain the virus by telling those people to stay inside. It's not that hard. And and it's... Well, it is hard. It is hard. I can't say that's not hard. It, it is hard to get people to stay inside and i think that what made it harder was that um the united states went into quarantine then fell out of quarantine and then jump they're now jumping back into it and um it's it's crazy because a, a lot of this is tied to um the protests because kind of the the bulk of the protests happened if you saw online or if you saw any videos or anything you saw that people were very close together um and and i don't blame the people because they were out there for good reasons but i also think that a lot of cases were to come out of the protests and the fact that people had to go out in the street and riot to get legislation passed to get those officers um put on trial for the right reasons that speaks volumes to the to other fundamental problems within i think america and i also think canada is same i don't think we're any better in any sense of the word i think that we can draw some parallels to to how we t treated um native canadians first nations indigenous peoples and it's very very similar it's very it's it's almost it we we're no better people say canadians are nice yes we're nice we're we're polite whatever but we are also guilty as america in a lot of aspects in some aspects we're worse so so i i don't think it's it's good to kind of compare those things anyway point is the world's pretty bad and It's uh, it's tough. It's tough for everyone. Uh, I hate Microsoft Teams. I hate 
having meetings online. I hate working at the desk that I like to, you know, play video games at. My summer has felt very stressed and very reduced. And I had a very tough third year. And I know that's all relative. And, and for me, it was tough. For me, if pers- In my personal experience, I, I experienced a very tough third year in which my fourth year had a lot of implications. A lot of decisions had to be made based off of that. So that being said, my fo- I'm going to my fourth year of engineering. And um, I'm... I'm I, I like as as a university student I'm kind of shocked at kind of the response that has recently come out of the United States to treating their international students. And um basically what the United States has said is they've said that um schools like classes are going to be online for a majority of the institutions for the fall. Um with the possibility of classes be online for winter. So, they're telling all the international students who are waiting that they need to go home. Because they don't need to be here to be in class. And they need to take a minimum amount of in-person classes to stay in the country and keep their student visas. Here's the thing. Now, that's a completely opposite response and and let me let me tell you why this because you forget that a lot of countries are just now opening up their uh, their travel and on top of that those company those countries a lot of them are not letting americans in that's the ones that are open think about think about the people that are that can't go home that can't go home because they they can't because they can't fly into their countries there's no way to for them to physically get home not to mention the cost of flying home they may have planned to only fly home at the end of the year and go visit home for a little bit or you know the they may be studying and there might be a lot invested into that. These people have to buy tickets. Those are expensive. You have basically shut the door on these students that are coming into your country to achieve a higher level of education or to achieve the benefits of your country so that they can potentially come and live in your country and work and build up your economy and you looked at them and you said to them you guys can go home not a big deal and and i understand this might be relieving for students that are abroad and they can start their studies and come whenever they can but this is more i think this this was the reason why they did this i don't know i it just makes no sense i would be extending my efforts i in 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 the same shoe i would be extending my efforts 
to ensure that these people felt well supported. But then again, these guys can't even support their own people. They're going to support international students? Nope. Anyway, harshly opinionated on this, and I, I can... I can fight this because I don't feel like I'm wrong and I feel like my reasons are well backed up. And so I urge people who disagree with me to come send me a message on Twitter or something and I will respond to you and I will tell you how wrong you are because you're wrong. Okay, anyway, so point is the 32 minutes in and this has been all sad, 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 but I'm not going to pretend like we need to insert jokes and we need to make and crack and laugh and stuff because that's not the point. This is a very serious time. There are a lot of serious issues that are being looked at right now. The reason why, as a Canadian, I think a lot about American politics and what's happening down in the States is because a lot of the policies and things that happen down there do affect us. We have students come from the United States to my university. So if a lot of those students are not, unable to enter the country or are unable to achieve the level of education that they should be, I feel bad or I empathize with them. In the in, not I, I feel bad is the wrong word, but I empathize with them to their situation that their country was unable to correctly handle something. And I understand it's very difficult, but you also have some of the brightest minds. You have so many resources. You have so many people around you that could have helped you make a better decision. But you didn't. And, and it, for there for a moment, I just realized I'm, I'm talking directly to Donald Trump. That's exactly who I'm talking to. Because he has made this difficult. And all the people around. And so moving forward, and I'm going to end this in like soon because I, I, I want to just move on and, and kind of be able to resume talking about things. But I needed to get this off my chest to say that we all need to care about each other. We all need to be empathetic. Or we need to empathetic. We all need to show empathy to each other. And we don't... We care about each other. Because we're only got one earth. We only have each other as people. Check in with your friends. Check in with your family. Make sure they're doing well in quarantine. Um, and... Do, do your passion projects and do your things because it was so difficult for me to sit down and pretend or, or not pretend but like it's so difficult for me to, to do this right now because I literally like have been trying to do this for so long and I feel like this is absolute shit and it's rambling but do your passion projects so that you can continue contributing to the world so we can get back to watching movies and we can get back to seeing each other and sitting on patios and you know, so we can get back to seeing each other and, and doing things together. And the quicker that we realize that we all have a part to play and that we all have something to do in this situation, 
and the quicker that we feel with everybody we feel with each other that is the second that we finally start doing good and we finally start improving yeah uh, that's that's all i got i this such i don't even know whatever so this is i don't know what episode i don't know what season but this is uh brain fart with ta um and this has been a big old ramble um but yeah take care